All right. Welcome to another edition of Coach Starnes Raw. And um, it's been a it's been a while, you know, with spring break, and there's there's a lot, a lot has happened. And I'm gonna start with the goat is back. I repeat, the goat is back. That to me, that might be the biggest news over the the break for us was Tom Brady is unretired. Shifting the balance of power again. And I know I'm, you know, with this quarterback free agency, we talked a, a while back about that and how it's gonna really change the whole landscape of the NFL and how significant it is, but just the free agent market. Free agent time in in the NFL has become must see TV. I remember there was times over the break where I just I was doing something else. I just I didn't turn on music. I didn't turn on no no no. I turned on the NFL channel so I could keep up with free agency. Just it was on the majority of the day in the house just to keep up with what's going on. Where's Deshaun Watson going? You know where's and I know Russell Wilson was like really the first big domino to fall. You know going to Denver, but what good goodness the free agent market. And like I've said before, the NFL does does so much right, and this is another step. I mean, the NFL has found a way to make itself relevant the entire year. The whole year. Because you go from, you know, football season, Super Bowl, you get a little brief break, and then you have combine, followed by free agency, soon to come the draft. And then before you know it, it's summer, and it's training camps, and then it's football season again. They've, it's amazing what the job they've done, the way they've spread it out, where, again, the NFL is relevant all year long. But but this free agent market, and that's where I want to start with, because, again, it is changing everything in the NFL. And we knew this year would be a very big free agent market for quarterbacks. So, you know, you have <clears throat> you have Russell Wilson moving to the Broncos. That's crazy. I, I talked about that last time. Because that had happened before my last episode, but I mean the the AFC West has totally changed. Who benefits from that? Well, first off, the NFC does. I mean, the, that's probably what one of the reasons Tom Brady came back. Hey, let's give this thing a go again. I mean, because clearly in the NFC you have, I think, I believe it's the Rams and the Buccaneers. I think with the Devontae Adams moving to the Raiders. I think the Packers are are weakened. I'm not saying they're. I mean, they're going to be a good football team. They they have been. They have Aaron Rodgers, one of the best at his position of all time. But now with Devontae Adams moving to the Raiders, that opens up. I mean, it's it, the NFC is really a a two horse race. You know, barring injuries. I mean, it's football. Anything can happen. Anything anything can happen. I mean, this is just right now. What it looks to be is a two-horse race between the Rams and the Buccaneers. So, which was a which was one of the best games of the play. Well, the, the playoffs were outstanding, but just one of the best games was to me was the Buccaneers. the 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 Brady comeback was halted by you know going zero coverage and putting matching a safety on um, Cooper Cup. Not not a good choice. So. Moving forward, also, I believe the Bills, the Bills have benefited from this because the Powers are going to beat each other up in the NFC or the AFC West. The Chiefs, the Broncos now are better. 
Raiders are a lot better. And the Chargers are very good. They, they bolstered their defense. So now the, the AFC West is going to beat up on each other, and the Bills get to play the Jets and the Dolphins and the Patriots. And I know the Patriots, and the Patriots will be good. They'll be solid, I think. But the Bills, the Bills, the Bills have a, they don't have to play those games week in, week out. That gives them a good shot or an inside, the inside track at the number one seed in home field advantage. And you got to go to Buffalo. That is significant. Significant. So, because those teams have to play each other twice each in the AFC West, again, now the Bills, if they can take care of their business, again, football still has to be played, guys. I'm, uh, this is just speculation. Now they have inside track at the one seed, which makes a big difference. I mean, the one seed's always important. Playing at home is always important. But playing at home in Buffalo is more significant and more important. But, you, I mean, that doesn't assure you of anything. We saw what happened with the Packers, right? The 49ers go in there and beat the Packers in Lambeau in a frigid cold temperatures where the Packers should have had an advantage. So... So it'll be interesting. It'll be, it'll be interesting. But this free agent market's crazy. Deshaun Watson goes to the Browns. Finally. That was the whole talk. You know, once all the dominoes were falling, you know, Wentz is already at the Commanders. Aaron Rodgers resigned. Tom Brady comes back. Now, where is Deshaun Watson going to go? That's the next big domino to fall. Cleveland. Oh, that was interesting. And I remember the drama behind it because... Because Baker, they came out saying, we want, we're in the Deshaun Watson, we're going to meet, and then Baker gets his feelings hurt. And, and you know, saying he's not going to play. And then they come back and say, oh, well, don't worry about it. We have Deshaun Watson. You don't need to. You need to check your feelings at the door. This is a professional organization. It, they're they're going to make professional decisions. So, I don't know if it was the right move. I mean, again, Deshaun Watson was was good in Houston. He's a great talent at quarterback. A lot of baggage there. Hadn't played in a full year. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But I I like the move for the Texans. As a Texans fan, I like it. I think it's great. They got what they wanted. I think it's great. Three number one draft picks. And that is significant in the NFL. That's 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 significant. I think it's great. Great. And so now, who are the Colts going to pick up? Who are the Col well, Matty Ice to the Colts? It's an interesting. I I think it's a good it's a good fit for the Colts. Wentz is too much of a gunslinger. He doesn't fit in their system. They're going to run the ball. They need a quarterback that is accurate. And that's going to make good decisions with the football, not try to force the ball down the field every time. And that's a good fit. It is. I don't know how long. I don't know, you know, at what point. I know at what point in his career he is, but I, I don't know how it's going to translate. I think it's a good fit for the Colts. I think that's a good move. I think it's a very good move. He fits what they're looking for. And too often, but does Deshaun Watson fit what the Browns are looking for? What are the Browns looking for? Do they know what they're looking for? I don't know. But 
Matt Matt Ryan fits what the Colts needed. So, so it's interesting. It's it's an interesting situation, you know, transpiring in the NFL. Um, but you know, there's still there's still you know some dominoes to fall. I mean, where's Garoppolo going to end up? What's going to happen? I mean, his injury is, you know, it's going to have a significant effect on where he ends up. So, so we'll see. Where's Baker Mayfield going to end up? What's he going to do now? Now he, he does all that stuff doesn't matter because they have Deshaun Watson. So he's out. What, what's he going to do? So it, like I said, it'll be very interesting to see the, the, the movement, the, you know, the, repercussions of these big of these big market movements or these these you know mega stars and their movements over this free agent period and we'll see what the repercussions are uh, but uh, but at some point it's going to all settle we're going to have the draft we're going to get a great new group of young talent and it's going and it's going to we're going to move forward and then we're going to start to start playing football cuz you still got to strap it up and play so all this stuff is great. It's great drama. It's great TV. It's great news. It, it's just great. It's just great exposure for the NFL. But what are they going to do, right? What, what's it going to happen when, when you have to play? So it'll be fun. It's always fun. Now, some of the quarterbacks in the draft, you know, Pickett's moving up the draft board. Malik Willis moving up the draft board. You know, is he going to go to Seattle? What's going to happen there? Really, really interested to see all that. So I love the draft. Absolutely love the draft. Uh, it's just it's just so relevant. You know, <clears throat> and again, like I've mentioned before, I love all sports. I like basketball, baseball, everything. Love it. But no, there's not a draft that's more drama-filled, more, more, you know, just impactful or as impactful as the NFL draft. I mean, look at Tom Brady, six-round draft break. Russell Wilson, third-round draft pick. I mean, there's gems all through the draft. You get picked in the sixth round. If you get drafted in the NFL, you have a good chance. And it's just, it's exciting. It's exciting to me the way they do it. It's in Vegas. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be over the top. It's just, I love the everything about it. I love the, the future of the NFL, the pomp and circumstance that surrounds it. I love it. It, it. It's great. It's must-see TV at our house. So we love the draft. But, but you know, with that, again, with that saying, I'm just, I was so ecstatic, and I'll finish with this. I was so ecstatic when Tom Brady was coming back. I just, it's great. He always said he wanted to play till he was 45, and now he's going to do it. He's the best. He's the best ever. Still plays it. As an at an elite level at the age of forty five, it's unbelievable. Something I I don't know if I'm not saying we won't because you can't say that anymore. I don't know if we'll see it ever again. But it, you got to enjoy it. Got to enjoy it while it's here. All right. Also, now let's transition to some NCAA basketball March Madness. It's been great. It's always fun. It, it doesn't matter. You know, who wins to me? I mean, really, I mean, I have my favorites. I was very upset that the Aggies didn't get in. 
extremely upset and very disappointed. I mean, I think the last time we were on here, the Aggies had, in the first round of the SEC tournament, beat Florida. Then, at our last show, they beat Auburn. Then they beat Arkansas for the second time this year. Who is still playing, by the way. They beat Arkansas at home. They took them to overtime in Arkansas, in Fayetteville. And then they beat them on a neutral court soundly. And then they ran out of gas against Tennessee. That's tough. That's an elite level of basketball, having to play that many days in a row. They just ran out of gas. I think they can beat Tennessee, obviously, but they just ran out of gas. And then, hey, it was a great run. But what it showed me, and with you know the Iowa seed and with Tennessee seed, it showed me that to them, to the powers that be, that this, the conference tournaments don't mat, do not matter in the seeding. They don't matter. Because if you watch A&M, they are playing at elite level and still are, by the way. They have been dominant in the NIT, and I hope they finish it off. I hope they make a statement and they finish it off at the Final Four. I believe we have Washington State next, and then the other two are St. Bonnie, the Bonnies and um, Xavier. I hope the Aggies are able to finish it off because it has been a great run. A great run. And it is a shame that they weren't able to make that run in the NCAA tournament. I know it gets convoluted with with, you know, with field of 68, so many automatic qualifiers. It's the tough choices. But the Big Ten getting nine teams in, that's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. The Big Ten is not that much. It, it's, I don't even think it's the best conference. They get nine teams in. Absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. So, I'll leave that there. But that, but, but hey, if the conference tournaments aren't going to matter, then don't play them. Don't play them. But let's talk about. Now, the NCAA tournament. Man, it's been a great run. We got another 15 seed in the Sweet 16. That's cool. That's cool, man. That's, you know, 15 seed St. Peter's. I remember University of Maryland, Baltimore County as a 16 seed a while back. That's what it's, it's just exciting. It's fun. You're going to get those every once in a while. I mean, the brackets have been busted, especially after last night. Arkansas upset Gonzaga. U of H dominated Arizona. U of H is hot right now. As a U of H fan, I'm excited about that. I hope they go all the way. And they got a tough matchup against Villanova in the Elite Eight. But, but, but I mean, the brackets are busted. And that's, it, it shows the parity in college basketball. It shows that, that a mid-major can compete with a, a Power Five, as you would call it, conference. I know that's not the same in basketball. But an elite-level basketball team. A St. Peter's can beat a Kentucky on a neutral court. That doesn't happen in football. You can't do that. UMass is not going to beat Alabama in football. Sorry, UMass. I'm just using you all as an example. But that's not going to happen. Same Houston State's not going to beat an Alabama in football. I love it, mom mater. But I'm just saying that that stuff's not happening. So the parity in college basketball is what makes it great. So... 
But it'll be fun tonight. You know, we have some big games tonight. St. Peter's gets his chance in the Sweet 16 to get to the Elite Eight against Purdue. A good, a really good Purdue team tonight. A solid Purdue team. Then you got Kansas, Providence, and then you got Blue Blood. The Blue Blood matchup, North Carolina, UCLA. I'm looking forward to that one. North Carolina's hot. UCLA's playing well. UCLA's just solid. They're tough. Not what I would always typically say of a West Coast team, but they're tough. And they embody the the personality of their coach. He's outstanding. I think he comes from Cincinnati. Just tough. And then, hey, then an 11-10 matchup. Don't see many of those. You get you some 10 seeds. You get you some 11 seeds in the Sweet 16, but rarely do you get an 11-10 matchup in the Sweet 16. So that'll be fun, too, between Iowa State and Miami tonight. But it's been a, it's been a great tournament. I love that Coach K is still in it, even though I had Tech winning. Hey, that's, that's fine. Uh, I love that he's still in it. And still has, and now has a chance to get to the final four. That would be cool. That would be, that would be cool. A cool way to end a forty-two year, legendary career. One that again, I don't think, I don't know if we'll ever see someone put someone on the map like Coach K put Duke basketball on the map. I hope they, I hope they go all the way. Just again, it's just cool. It's great. Maybe though, I did again. I'd had them getting beat after you know some of their performances, but they're they're playing at a high level right now. And I think a lot of it has to do with that they're playing for their coach and they understand the significance of this. They are going to relish this opportunity. They're going to do everything that they can do to send him out correctly, to send him out on top. They weren't able to do it at home against North Carolina to finish the season. They weren't able to do it and they fell one game short in the ACC championship in the conference tournament. And so now here's their third chance. And I think they're going to try their best to make the most of it. So we're looking for. I'm looking forward to that. So again, now that you know my bracket's been busted, that's great. Now I don't have to worry about the games. I just get to watch them and enjoy watching them, which is which is cool. Again, they're just so exciting. They're action packed, drama filled games. Just it's again, it's you just got to enjoy every minute, every time, every time you get to watch it. All right. Well, also, I, I don't. I don't want to fall short. I, I told y'all this. This this show kind of embodies what I'm watching and getting to watch a lot of college baseball now with that ESPN Plus. I really enjoy watching. That. I get to watch all the Aggie games, so I get to watch Aggie baseball. Big big win this weekend over LSU. Series win. I know it fell short in the last game, but a two one series win over LSU in Baton Rouge. It's fun. I got to watch some. Spring training baseball the other night. I think I was watching a random game. I think it was the Reds and Brewers, maybe. I think it was Reds Brewers. It's just random, but it was just fun to see baseball. Like I said, that just kind of it signifies spring to me, as it does for many people. So I'm so glad baseball was able to work it out and come back. Because because that's what it's about now. Spring is here. Winter is gone. Baseball is back. I'm looking forward to opening day. And I'm looking forward to opening day of the USFL, which I, bel- I, I don't want to be misquoted on this. I think it's April 16th, and I, I'm, I can't wait. I can't wait to see the product. I want to see it because the XFL was, I thought, so good, so well done. Most recently, it was so well done. Um, uh, unfortunately, you know, it was disbanded because of COVID, but I'm really anxious to see the USFL and see how it works, how it operates, and just just see the product on the field. Go Gamblers. Um, now last got to watch some great world cup qualifying last night. And I love, I love, 
uh, I love I love soccer. I like soccer. Again, I didn't grow up playing it, but I love it, and I love I love when it's on a on a national scene. I love I love when people are playing for their country. I like hey I like Premier League, and I watch some MLS too. Absolutely, that's great. Uh, but I love when it's Euro Cup or World Cup qualifying or CONCACAF Gold Cup. I love all of it. They're playing for their country. They're representing their nation. It's great. It's great stuff. And I can't wait for the World Cup this summer. But we had a good draw last night. I know it's a 0-0 draw at Azteca. So that's a big draw for us. That's a, that's a big. Now we're one step closer. We have a big match, I believe, coming up. I think it's Sunday against Panama. Big matchup, big match against Panama. And so that's going to be key for us moving forward. You know, so we can secure that spot after our last go-round because I think after that we host it the next year. And But the games last night, big upset. You know, with Costa Rica upsetting Canada. That's That's good for us if we want to finish first. But not good for us on qualifying because now that gets Costa Rica back in the mix. And then Panama, you know, with a, a draw against Honduras. So, you know, that leaves us in the standings. I think right now with, I, th- I want to say, two matches left, we're at 22 points. Tie with Mexico for second. I think we own the tiebreaker because we beat them. But then, you know, pa- Panama and Costa Rica are right there with 19 and 18. We do not want to be in that four seed and go play Oceania. So we want to we want to finish in the top three. So that next one is huge for us. The next one is huge against Panama, because that will pretty much all but eliminate Panama if we can beat Panama at home. So, so we have that to look forward to on Sunday. That's that's going to be good. And then we finish with Costa Rica. So it's in our hands, right? It's in our national team's hands. So we're looking forward to that. We our last two games are against the. The two teams that are trying to get in that into the top four, so it's we control our destiny. That's all you can ask. Now we just need to go out there and perform and play well. So I thought I think we outplayed Mexico last night, but again, like in soccer, Mexico did some good things, but I think we had better chances than they did. Um, but hey, to go into Azteca and get a draw—that's that's good stuff. That's good. In the past, we'd have taken that anytime. So, again, that's what's coming up. That's where we're at. Looking forward to to the next week or so and seeing, you know, what unfolds in the NCAA tournament this weekend. We're going to have a Final Four next time we talk. And then also, who knows what's going to unfold in the drama in the NFL. Everything, all the cards should be on the, t- you know, should be pretty much getting close to being on the table by then. So, looking forward to that and World Cup soccer. Hopefully, Hopefully, by the next time we talk, We've secured a spot in the World Cup. This is Coach Starnes, out.